I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You're watching the Cop TV, the voice of football's most famous stand. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Cop TV, the voice of football's most famous stand, the Hot Copics podcast, episode 101, live from the Liverpool City Centre, myself, AGT and Mario. We are inside, ready to answer your Hot Copics and also give you a few little updates and our opinions about what's been going on in the Liverpool world. First and foremost, how are you, mate? Soundings, good, good stuff, good stuff, good victory against Burnley. Absolutely. And I'll tell you what else would be perfect. If you press that bloody subscribe button, right? Comment with your hot topics. And of course, press that like button. And if you're listening on an audio platform, on the audio platform, they have followers and give us a five. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. boss. Good to see you there again. Um, good to be back in the new studio. Got the Wi-Fi working now, so you know we're stepping up in the world, Mario. As long as long as we have. Um, little small injury to our, our <laughs> sign here, but I'm sure we'll get that fixed. Good to see Bobby Firmino's boots again. Yes, definitely it's more resistant than Chagall Cantona. This stuff, you know. Yeah, literally, hundred <laughs> percent. Right, let's jump into. Hot topic number one, which is a little bit of a, a reaction to the Burnley game. Um, you were there, Mario. We are going to jump into the comments very soon, so make sure you keep them coming. And also, if you want your comment to be read out without question, so it has to be read out legally, then send a super chat in if you can. But talk to me, man. You at the game, first time with 60,000 fans. What was the atmosphere like? What was the game like? I wasn't there, obviously. Let's mention first it wasn't 60,000. It was... 59,896. So, very close to 60,000. It was good, mate. Good game. Uh, we needed to bounce back. We needed to, to, you know, step up after the bad performance we had against Arsenal the previous week. Uh, um, it wasn't even a bad performance against Arsenal. It was just proper, like, we didn't play at all. Uh, but it was okay because we can allow something like that once, twice a season and then come back stronger. So we had a good, good, uh, not perfect first half, let's mention. Um, we scored, we put on goal with Jota, as always. Then we can see the, let's say, very beautiful header from the um, Burnley defender, okay. end of the first yeah. half. So I, I was like thinking that that goal is going to be bad in terms of, obviously, when, when they equalize end of first half, it's always like, you know, they're going to 
uh, step in for the second half a bit a bit more powerful, but it didn't happen because Harvey Elliott stepped in and he made literally the difference. Well, I gave him man of the match. He deserved it? In my video after he came Therefore, on, definitely got two assists. I know the first one doesn't technically count, assist. but without him making that cross, Louis Diaz doesn't score. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, quite a frustrating opening half, if I'm honest. I actually thought Burnley should have been winning at half-time. I don't think we almost... It was a bit like the Arsenal first-half performance. We actually didn't deserve a goal. But we got one, obviously, through their mistake. But that header, I mean, that's up there with Sammy Hoopier's header against Arsenal in the Champions League. You remember that one? Ooh, that's a heavy shot. It's last. a great header. You mean that's the Jota's header? No, I'm saying um, Dara O'Shea's header for oh, Burnley. Okay, the that's Burnley. one of the best headers at the cop end from an away team ever. Mm, yeah, I agree. One of the best. <laughs> great goal. Remember Suarez's header against, uh, was it West Brom? Oh, yeah, from, from outside. the edge of the box, Sissoko oh, cross. Of course. Yeah. It, well, no, it was, yeah, West Brom is Albion. Was it West 22nd Brom? 22nd December 2013. Mental. Yes, 3-0. Um, but yeah, that was uh, a great header as well. Let us know what other great headers you remember. Got any more? Uh, yes, I mean, against Arsenal, great goal, great memory, great game. Martin Skirtle uh, against Martin Arsenal. Martin Skirtle against Arsenal, two goals. <laughs> two headers. For the second one, no, the first one, oh, the first one wasn't a header. The, the first one was Gerrard assist and he just kicked the ball. Oh, that was it. The yeah. second one was a header. Steven Gerrard again from corner, but what's a goal, by the way? Yeah. Fantastic goal. No, there's been some great headers, but... um. Oh. But yeah, it was a great header from Darroche. And again, against a better team, they're scoring two or three on the day. I mean, for Fana, the chances that he missed two in a row. The first one was a, a clean save from um, our Irish Allison. Yeah. Um, in <laughs> Kelleher, who didn't oh. expect to start the game, but obviously Allison had a, a, uh, an illness, um, which is good to see that he's over that now. Um, but a better team, and I wasn't totally convinced with that performance. <clears throat> um, we scored at great times in the game because it was when they were pressing us when they looked like they were the more likely to go yeah. on the score. So the second goal came at a great time. The third goal came at a great time. What a header that was, by the way. It was three headers three that headers. Liverpool scored. That Nunez header, beautiful. that's the best header he scored for Liverpool, without question. The mm. way he gets back and flicks yeah. it on, beautiful header. Really big fan of uh, of that. So... Yeah, listen, we take the win. It took us back to, to top place. We are still top in the Premier League, knowing, though, that Man City play Chelsea on Saturday um, afternoon. We play, obviously, Brentford 12.30. I am going to the game. If you are at the game, let me know if you're going. Um, should be a good away in that. But, yeah, listen, not the best game ever, but we got the win. And Jurgen, give the fist pumps to each side of the stadium. Exactly. Jurgen Klopp's fist pump. Uh, first on the cup, then uh, Kenny Douglas stand, then the, the new annual old stands, fully crowd, finally. How did it look when you walked in and you saw it full up? It, it looks great. It's great. It looks great. It yeah. looks amazing. Uh, I'm honest, obviously, the atmosphere, obviously, from 60,000 people, I expect more and more. Uh, especially in difficult games like Bailey. So now I hope from the next Luton game, I want to see like a proper crazy atmosphere every game. Obviously, it depends on the, how the game is going as well, Alex, you know that. Yeah. Uh, but 60,000 people, no excuses, mate. We have to sing, we have to make atmosphere and make noise because uh, it's very important for the players. It's very important mentally. Um, so yeah, Harvey Elliott, I wanted to mention Harvey Elliott. Great impact on the game, second half. 
a Trent injury. I was a bit surprised when I saw Katie Jones going on the on the right back uh, as a you know right back. And I said it's just a bit weird because Gomez wasn't available, uh, Addison wasn't available. So boom, <laughs> yet again, great choice from you again, Klopp. Curtis Jones on the right, half yellow to the middle, assist for that goal. It's assist, 100%. I don't care if uh, Premier League is going to give you as assist or not. Second goal, great David Nunes, David Nunes uh, header. Paul, yet again, half yellow. I want to see half yellow like this, with this hunger every game, mate. He's very talented. 100%. Such mm. a crucial involvement from him, knowing that <clears throat> at half time the decision would have been made to take Trent off. Again, obviously, he got his assist, which made him the defender with the most ever yeah. assists in the Prem, one ahead of Robertson on 58. But at the same time, I don't think he had a great game. Um, and you can tell, really, that he isn't 100% fit. Obviously, yeah. he's been playing there because Conor Bradley's been injured as well. Um, but it's good to see him back in training this week, too. But on that 60,000, I saw a picture of the Anfield Road end. It was a comparison from 2014 to 2024. And... It's kind of like beautiful to see because now the Anfield Road end, the Kenny stand and the main stand are all at the same height of the roof. The only one now that we need to extend is the cop. Oh. What do you think? Could, oh. we, could we get 70,000 out of this stadium maybe in the future? Alex, I think uh, I talk every day with people on the tour. Uh, I talk about this because when you go on the gantry, so you got the viewing about the whole stadium and you can see, you'd say in your head on the left, the new and new roads in front of you, you got the skinny doggy stand massive. The main stand it's redeveloped 2016, 20,500 seats, and then you have on the right hand side the most famous stand in the world. The cup looks small, Paul. You can't, uh, you can't uh, expand it. Why? You know why? There is a church on the back. There is, firstly, there is a, obviously Welton Brecht Road, which is a very important road for the traffic, but you can do kind of tunnel. This is not a problem. There is a church over there, just next to the park. A church, you can't take off that church. So we can't make the cup bigger? You, you can't. You can't. Really? You can't because of that church. You can't take it off. Even if you pay uh, 15, 20, 25 million to them, you can't take it off. So you can't expand properly the cop with six, seven, eight thousand. This is my dream. I wish to see that. I want to see uh, Anfield 67,000 with the cop 7,000 more people. I really wish that but can happen. It can happen so far. I don't know in the future, probably they're going to do different. I don't know. I don't know. This is just the rules about the, the laws about the, the, the church. You can get, not the church, the Pope, I mean, proper church, people living backs in the match days now. Uh, they use it for that, but it's a church. So you can't take it off. It's a bit sad, but it's the rules in UK, lads, you know. Yeah, I can't yeah. lie. The cop could do a bit oh, of an yes. update. You know, just, what is it, 13,000? No, uh, yeah, it's 12,500 uh, 12, seats at the moment. Oh, it'd be nice but to get that to 20, man. 20, I know. Even 18, even yeah. 18, you know, even 18,000. Mate, different stuff. When you're looking on it, more impressive, more, you know, like, powerful it used to be a long time ago. I think when you're on the pitch looking up and it's full, it's still very intimidating. But it I is. agree, when you're higher up and you look, or an yeah. aerial shot of above Anfield, Cop's like the smallest one. And you kind of want, you know, all of them to be the same. But It's the loudest, obviously, because, you know, it's uh, the, the Cop is to the book. Uh, mate, looks like 
mm. bit small than the others. Let us know. Would you like to see the COP extended? But that is uh, us reacting to a new record attendance at Anfield, which will hopefully continue to get bigger and bigger. Um, Anfield Road End, they're uh, just saying uh, we need 70k plus. LFC can extend it, but LFC have to build a link between Anfield and Lime Street Station, apparently, says Anfield Road End. Um, and Anfield says the goose steps Kausa. Anfield is good as it is now. No need to extend. I don't know. I'd like to have a little bit more of an extension. The cop. On that. The cop I've got on. a question for the folks. They follow us. Do you know what season, what game is the biggest attendance ever in Liverpool history? The game with the most uh, supporters. Probably, I, you know. I saw it the other day. So, it's a small team, I think. It's uh, is it Huddersfield? No, it's Chelsea? team in Premier League. Chelsea? No, it's team in Premier League. It's not one of the greatest Tottenham? team. No. Aston Villa? No. Uh, I'm going to help you. Come on. No, hang on. Uh, um, Sheffield United? No. Um, they are in the Premier League. Now? They're in the they are now. Villa? No. Uh, is that level? No. They don't look very well, but... Uh, Wolves? Yes, it's Wolverhampton. Liverpool Wolverhampton, fourth round of the FA Cup season. 1961, 58, 56, 54, 53, 55, ah, 6, 52, 4, 52. 1952, fourth round FA Cup. <laughs> Liverpool eh, against Wolves, 2-1. Joe Fagan, uh, sorry, eh, Bob Paisley scored that. that Bob Paisley scored for Liverpool wow, that game. Knowledge. And the record attendance was 61,900 people that game. The biggest ever in Liverpool history. Mm. It's not that big. It's not that much difference from now. Yeah. So, yeah. it's That's unbelievable. Great awesome. knowledge yeah. from the man. Thank you, um, Thank you Jack. Thank you. Yeah, Anfield Road then says uh, versus Wolves, 1964. But no, it was 1952. 52, 1952. Jeez, Bob Paisley, man. Bob Paisley score in the fourth minutes of the game. Good finish? Uh, uh, no. And you know whoever scored? What was the a celebration? The, the <laughs> you know that ones when they used to do that. Liverpool's museum creator Stephen Dolm, his cousin, he, he used to play for Liverpool. He, he scored the winner. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. Who scored for uh, for Wolves? Uh, not my cousin for sure. Yeah, uh, I, I don't I don't remember, mate. I know just Liverpool who scored, but yeah, two so, so for us, two one, and we won the game. So. But obviously, it was that no seats. People used to stood yeah, over there, standing. And, yeah, standing. So, yeah. Uh, Goose Step says, "Mario, please just say that Juventus are known as the old ladies." My mate doesn't believe me. Yeah, that's true. Old ladies, la vecchia the signora, old lady, yeah. la vecchia signora in Italy. That's true, hundred percent. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. Well, listen. Well, I can see some more hot topics coming in, so we will discuss those. But right now, a round of applause to Liverpool Football Club, please, for giving Sven Goran Eriksson his oh, wish. Yes. Wait. Do you know what? There's certain things in football that really move you. And I think no matter what team you support, when the, the world kind of learned of the cancer treatment and terminal cancer treatment that Sven Goran Eriksson is currently receiving, um, and then we have an opportunity to give him his kind of dying wish to become a, a Liverpool manager for a day, which he said in his interview that was one thing he never did. I think there's not many teams in the world that truly get sentiment and emotion like Liverpool Football Club. And for all the bad things that we say about the, the players sometimes, the owners, 
whatever, whatever some people get annoyed at, whether it's tourists in the ground or you can put all of that aside because some things are bigger than football. And when it comes to emotion, sentiment, um, Liverpool get it. And we had the opportunity there during the Liverpool Legends game against Ajax. Is it the 23rd of March? 23rd, it's 20, 23rd, I think, 23rd of March next month, yeah. So we play Ajax in the Legends game and it's incredible that we learned today that Sven-Göran Eriksson will be involved in the management team Amazing. for that day. Um, which, it's just, again, going back to what I said, we can criticise the club and for all these different things, but sometimes they do get it spot on. And I have to applaud them there. And, and I have, and I'm just so happy for him that he's going to get that moment. And it's going to be super emotional. When you never walk alone plays, et cetera, et cetera, that is going to be some moment. But I'm happy that the club listened and, and did the right thing. Obviously, uh, we done something absolutely marvelous, just jester, um, to respect, to give him a special table to Sven Goran Eriksson, who revealed just a few weeks ago that he was a Liverpool supporter. I I didn't know that, but I was expecting that because when he was the manager of England, he used to put only Liverpool players in the national team. <laughs> I used to love that. I'm honest with you. I used to love Sven Goran Eriksson because in that time, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003. I was a big England supporter, big, massive Stevie Michael G, Michael Owen. Owen. Not just Michael Owen, Stevie G, Michael Owen, Emil Heskey, uh, your Nicky friend. Bambi. Nick Bambi as well. He's assist against Robbie Germany. Fowler. Robbie Fowler, uh, Jamie Carragher as yeah. well. So he used to love Liverpool players and that victory against Germany, 5-1 away in Munich. Uh, Michael Owen, Hattrick, Stevie G and Heskey. Uh, it's just like Liverpool win, you know. So I ever, I, I always had that feeling with Sven Goran that is never been a Liverpool manager, but I like him, I love him. So when he revealed that he was a Liverpool uh, supporter, I was so made up, made about that. And incredible gesture from Liverpool, like like well-deserved, absolutely unbelievable, seriously. Yeah. He deserved that. He's going to take the scene that day. And when you actually look back at his England reign, there was a few games at Anfield that he managed for England. Yeah. Remember a game against Finland? Finland, sure one. Uh, Beckham and Owen scored. Beckham and Owen scored. I think yeah, Hoopier scored for Finland. Sammy Hoopier, yeah. What a mad that's stat true. that is. That's true. But um, there's pictures of him touching the This Is yeah. Anfield sign outside the the uh, the gates, the Paisley gates. And he made Stevie G captain for the first time in the national team. Good. 2003 against Sweden. No, oh. sorry, 2004. Liechtenstein. No, no, no. Against Sweden, sure. 2003, four, something like that. First time, first ever uh, game as a captain for Gerard. Yeah. Sven Goran Eriksson. So the links go back and I think initially when the news came out that he was a Liverpool fan and he kind of revealed that that's one thing he never got to do. I think Robbie Fowler tweeted saying the call's gone in. Like, we've made the call. You know, how could we not? Exactly. And again, for every single thing that we can criticise, ticket prices, Super League, there are some occasions where the club need credit and they get it right on the money. So, um, yeah, I, I, I'm going to be really happy to see him get that moment. Um and, you know, all you can do is, is hope for the best for him, man. He's, Absolutely. he's got terminal cancer, which is just the worst thing ever. But, yeah, really happy for him and his family. His family yeah. have to be there as well, I'm sure. Oh, oh of course they will. They They're will. not going to miss that for the oh. world, are they? But, yeah, shout out to Sven Gurnex, man. You never walk alone. Absolutely, I'm, I'm really mate. looking forward well to done. seeing you him. You deserve that, Sven. You deserve it, lot. Really looking forward to seeing him on the, uh, on the touchline for that game. So... Hmm. Yeah, a bit of an emotional one, that, because of the kind of detachment to Liverpool that he has. But I'm glad that we've done the right thing. So shout out 
to um, to the club for getting it spot on there. And that's not every club can say that as well. Nice to, um, to some positive news, it looks like we could have some big injury news boosts this week. Don't know if you saw today, Mario, but the training pictures included Mohamed Salah uh, on the grass, in action, ready to rock and roll, in full training, not just the running on his own, in full training as well. So Mo Salah, uh, obviously, as we know, couldn't play against Burnley, but he might be ready, as Klopp mentioned on Friday, for the Brentford game. I mean, if he plays in that Brentford game and something else goes wrong, you've pretty much lost him maybe for Luton and the final. But he's almost... We, I mean, we haven't necessarily missed him, to be fair. I don't think no. he's played for us this apart year. Apart against Arsenal. Ball. Maybe apart from against Arsenal. And I'm not saying don't play him, obviously. But does he go straight back into the team for you on Saturday? 12.30 kickoff or do you bring him off the bench? It depends if he's 100% fit. If he's 100% fit, he can play, he can run properly. No any pain at all. Put him straight away. If he's 99.5, let's say, ready, leave him on the bench, just in case if you need him in the second half. But he'll still... say that he's 100% ready. Yeah, but this is like... That's the, the kind of player he is. You know? I know, I know. He wants always to play his uh, passion, his hunger is just incredible. But mates... It depends on the doctors as well. If they Liverpool's physios and stuff, if they decide he's ready, hundred percent. Okay, let's go for it. But I'm gonna tell you, Alex, I'm not gonna risk Mo Salah for the first minute. My opinion, because we've got you mentioned already Luton, and in one week and a half, we've got the first step to this incredible season we can do. So I want to see all the key players, all the best players against Chelsea, uh, ready to play. So. Let's put him second half. All right, we're asking you in the chat. Mo Salah, would you play him against Brentford? He's uh, got that first day of full training under his belt today. You know Klopp likes to have three or four full days of training with the squad to yeah. even put you in the squad for a match day. Um, so, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I think he makes the bench. And that's, that's where I would actually play him. Yeah. Um, Mo Le uh, Meili says, so happy the Egyptian king is back. Uh, Sky says, I'm on... Uh, sorry, bench for me. Uh, and then you can obviously bring him on depending on how the game goes. I mean, if the game is going very, very well, you might not even need to bring him on. But we're going to talk about Brentford shortly. That's going to be a tough away day. And we actually haven't won there yet Seriously? in the Premier League. We lost there big time last year. I think the year yeah. before was 3-3. Oh, 3-3 three, three the year before, yeah. yeah. so we haven't actually Crazy won game. Oh. Philip says uh, Mo has to be on the bench only because we can't risk his injury flare-up. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's the update on Mo Salah. Uh, on Trent, as we know, forced off at half-time against Burnley. Expected return date is unknown. We kind of don't know if he's going to be around for the Luton game for the Chelsea final, which do you think maybe it's happened because we've rushed him back because we've had to because of Conor Bradley going away? Uh, realistically, I don't think he was fit to play against Arsenal or Burnley, uh, if I'm honest. Mm, yeah, he played against Arsenal for, for the first minute and obviously he, he, he went out on the pitch like in the 15 minutes, something like that. I don't know. This is, you know, just Klopp and, and the staff, they can decide that. Probably if he played, he was fully fit. But if he wasn't fully fit, then we could put Gomez on the on the, uh, on the the right and Andy Robertson on the left. So it's I think he played against Arsenal because he was fully fit. But obviously the, the games against Arsenal and 
the last game against Bailey, that wasn't the real trend. Obviously, we can 100%. see it wasn't the real trend. We see that he's not uh, he's not in in the best condition. Probably he lost something in this time he was off from the pitch in that three four weeks. Uh, but Connor Bradley step up, so he deserved to play. I wanna I I want I'm definitely gonna go with Connor Bradley against Brentford. Absolutely, the yeah. fella is just impressive. I wanna see him. I was so gutted. To now see him against Arsenal and Bailey because obviously different. Um, the reason he didn't play was different, not because he was injured. So, um, yeah, I, I want to see the best players every game. But you know, well, mates, is we've got very important three months now. No, don't take any risk. If the players they hundred percent fit, then put him on the pitch. Otherwise, leave him on the bench. We can't take any risk at all. So it's very important, crucial, let's say, moment on the season. So the injuries they can make the difference. Even one player, we're gonna miss Soboslai for seven, eight weeks, uh, seven, eight games, which is like three, four weeks. Mm. Five. We will see. <clears throat> yeah, he said on Trent's injury, it's the same area in the knee. Nothing really bad, but he felt it again. <laughs> and we have to see. We have to assess it. Trent said it's fine, but it's <sighs> not fine because he feels it. So we have to be careful, and, and we took him off. Um, Knees dangerous, bro. That, I know. Do you mm. know what? As soon as you hear of knees, and especially a repeat knee injury, I can't lie. The first time he did it, I was like, you know, everyone gets a knee injury at some point. But now, with this one again happening to the same knee, the same injury, starting to worry a little bit about that yeah. knee. I'm not going to lie to you. But I did, again, we don't know when he's back. I'd love to say for the final. He could, well, what have we got? 12 days till the final? Uh, 12 days, exactly. Yes. 12 exactly days 12 till days. the final. I don't know. We'll have to see how he gets on in the next week. They'll, they'll always be asking for updates. But I think for him to be involved in the final and to start, I think Conor Bradley's got that position pretty much on lockdown for the final if Trent is injured. Um, on Alisson and Joe Gomez, obviously they were both out for... Um, the game against uh, Burnley with the flu. flu yeah. Both expected to be back for Brentford, which is good. Uh, on Ryan Gravenberg and Thiago Alcantara, no. uh, Gravenberg will be back for Brentford. <sighs> He'll be available for sure. Um, he felt something during the warm-up against Burnley, but he will not be out for long and he should be in and around the squad on Saturday. But Thiago, unknown, expected return date. Flat. The less said about that, the better, to be fair. Yeah. This is one that we haven't really heard anything about, is Stefan Bejetic. Still don't know when he's back. Don't really know what's wrong. I mean, they're saying it's a calf issue against Lask. Um, but he literally has not played um, for us since September. Yeah. So it's been a long time since he played. He must be feeling it very badly. Uh, Joel Matip, again, probably won't see him before the end of the season. Ben Doak, again, unknown. Dominic Soboslai uh, is unknown again. Um, we don't know about the Carabao Cup final with Chelsea, he says. Mm. He is not the most patient person. If you ask him if he plays the final, he says definitely, but I don't know. We will see. He's running outside. Again, maybe for the squad in, in the final. Um, and obviously, Ibu Kanate will be back from his uh, suspension. So... That's a big game and a lot of injuries coming back, but obviously a lot of big names still out. Do you think we get a boost from having Mo back at the weekend and maybe some other players around him? Obviously, we've got Simakas back now, Robertson. As soon as one comes in, one goes out. One goes out. That's yeah. just the way it goes, right? 
Oh, mate, I'm, I'm going to say something shocking, but uh, it, it hurts me first and hurts everyone. Thiago Alcantara Halas with Liverpool. Uh, he's not going to play anymore because uh, he got another injury five minutes against Arsenal. I was expected to see him against Berlin from the first minute. Finally, then a few days before. So that's it, mate. I don't think he's going to play anymore, anymore for Liverpool. Obviously, in the summertime, he's going to go. I wish to see him back, you know. We talk with about him a thousand times, but I think he's just he, he can't do it. It's just like his muscles, his 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 body fit is not that what used to be in the past. So Bashetish yesterday, um, if you talk about Bashetish, I, I saw somewhere like a picture of Bashetish with McAllister. And Bashetish is one like one head taller hmm. than McAllister, and he wasn't that tall last year. Yeah, he's growing. So he's growing, and for that reason, he's got this grown problem. So nobody knows. When he's gonna be fully fit because he's still growing now. Every day he's growing, mate. Slowly, Connor slowly. Bradley, the same as well. I know, but, he, but even Harvey Elliott, but probably Harvey Elliott stopped growing when he was 15, 16. Every person different. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you stop growing at 16. Uh, That's quite young. That's 16, 17, let's say. <laughs> Harvey Elliott, when we started to play for us, he was like 16. Yeah. That game against MK Dons, yeah, he yeah. was 16. And now he's 20. I watched that game in Forte de Marmi. I was in on the stadium. <laughs> and I don't see that much difference between that half yeah, and now. Yeah, you're right. It's like probably like a couple of inches, but not more than that. So it's some of the players they develop later on, yeah. like Bajetic. And we miss Bajetic. He was, he was outstanding last season. He really was. Especially um, in the derby game. You remember the derby game? Yes. Oh, mate. Fantastic Fantastic. Guy says, uh, Bacetic is becoming Thiago 2.0. No, that's... Uh, David that's... says, growing pains combined with injury, he's becoming Thiago oh, again. That's too much. That's Thiago too Dunn says, Robbie. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, shout out to Maylies who says, that LED sign is boss, by the way. Absolutely stunning. Thank you very much. Thank you. It is lovely. Um, Thiago Dunn, uh, I'm absolutely gutted for Thiago. I was ready to see him cook, says Maylies. And then Gustep Scouser says, Matip, Thiago, Salah, sell, get what you can. Salah, eh? Yeah, 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 whoa, 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 relax yourself, buddy. Thiago, Matip, they will go next summer, I think. Not Salah, mate. Mm, relax. So that's your injury update. Again, some good news, some indifferent news, some unknown news. Um, so again, the more that uh, comes out from these injury return dates we'll let you know um on the 12 30 kickoff on saturday um the premier league head was on talk sport today i think uh, something masters um and he was talking to simon jordan and he said um basically something along the lines of we accommodate the kickoff times to to help clubs and we do this we do that basically saying you know we take into consideration the traveling time we take into consideration away fans travel and all this yada 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 bollocks then simon jordan said why do you keep giving liverpool 12 30 kickoffs? as always and he said well listen and then it was as soon as you hear him look you know as soon as you see him his eyes go away he doesn't know what to say you think this guy's just talking rubbish fear he feels the fear you know it's 12 30 kickoff again mario and simon jordan said there's managers like jürgen klopp that do not see why their team is getting so many. You're not protecting the teams. And he's saying, we protect the teams. You're not, right? You're doing it to uh, suit your time zone so you can broadcast it around the world, knowing that Liverpool is one of the biggest teams in the world to do that and get you the most viewers. But 12-30 kickoff again. I know what, I mean, it's four or five this season for us, right? Uh, Yeah, well, 
five I, I don't remember exactly how many but i'm honest with you i don't mind that time i like half 12 on saturday first game of the uh, of the week paul it obviously it's just like the, the the bad thing alex is at the moment we can't complain we had one week relax a mm. uh, break after the international break when some of our footballers they travel to south africa south america wherever and then come back just two days then and a half before that then it's bad situation this one this um half 12 start against Bradford, it's okay one week we had to prepare this game so i can't complain at all paul it's always us i don't know there is something behind i don't know mate i, 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 don't, know. I don't know i'm honest like this time no problem yeah bro. i mean it's it's one of them where if you win it's great if you lose yeah, you're asking the questions and i think we have won them. the last couple um but for liverpool fans they'd be getting down to west london for for a 12 30 kickoff mm. luckily i'll be there already but um no it's, it's got too far now it's definitely gone too far and i guarantee we'll get another one for the next international break probably i guarantee yeah but th- yeah that's heavy then well it's heavy now i think it's like 16 since klopp's joined the nearest one is like four Jesus, it's seriously? literally Liverpool. Seriously? Yeah. 16 and then 4. Yeah, and Tottenham's the next highest with 4 or something. Oh, so. that's heavy, mate, honestly. David says, yes, uh, way too many early starts. It's proper sus. Um, we just need to win one game at a time starting on Saturday. It will be a hard game. Be on it from the start. I think we 12.30 again after the international break. That's what I thought as well. Um, so, yeah, you know, it is what it is, man. We just have to keep winning them. And show, but it's good because if you win it, your weekend's fine. You exactly, can, you can get on and relax. Exactly, two two thirty. But after that game, you do have eight games in seven days. I think no, or eight day. No, sorry, three <laughs> games in eight days. You yeah. have. Yeah, we've got Luton. Then we've got Chelsea. No, Brentford, Luton, Chelsea. The Brent, yeah, Brentford, Luton, and Chelsea after the Brentford game. So it's it's, it's a lot of games, though, isn't it, man? It's this is of because games. of us. We, we have one more game because we went to the final of the Carabao. Mm. So otherwise, we had like another week off after Brentford to play against Luton because Luton we had to play Saturday three o'clock. But obviously, we went to the final, so we got another game. We are very good. We are too good. We're doing well. We're doing a perfect season so far, mate. Everything is going on plan, so we have to take every single small thing. We have to take it and try to, you know, to make the best possible way. Paul, I'm very positive, very confident about Brentford. It's time to win that then. We ne- if you never win over there. Well, that's what we're going to get into now, so, Brentford, the preview to it. We're going to do a more in-depth preview from the other studio on Thursday. Um but you, you're right. I think the first time I was in Tenerife, we drew 3-3. Yeah, September. Curtis Jones scored, yep, September 2021. Yes. And then we played there... Last January. Uh, last January. A disaster. 3-1 in that green kit. A Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain header. One of the worst and lowest days of, of Liverpool under Klopp. I'll be honest with you. So this team is confident. And don't get me wrong, it's been quite tight, the games at Anfield, that we've played against them. I remember the Brentford fan that we had on for the last time we played them at Anfield, the preview, he was expecting to win at Anfield. So the Brentford fans, trust me, they're going to be expecting at least a draw on Saturday. They've got Ivan Tony back. Ivan Tony back, yeah. Norgard is, is in and amongst uh, the goals as the captain from midfield. And Ivan Tony is on fire. So this is a very difficult game on Saturday with the time, with the injuries, with their form. Ivan Tony, there's a lot to think about in this game. 
Ivan Tony, I think next season he's gonna go somewhere in very important club, mate. Yeah. He's a very good player, honestly. He's, he's one of the uh, I'm not gonna say one of the best English players in the Premier League, but as a striker, he's definitely one of the best strikers. So yeah, mate, I agree with you 100 percent A very tough game. A very tough game, but mate, if you want to win the league, you have to go through every single opponent and doing well. So uh, I expect a very tough game, but I expect like perfectly played game. We can't do any mistakes now. We can't. We can't do any mistakes this game, mate. This one and obviously every single game. So if you want to do the perfect season, we have to take it slowly, slowly every game. And it's going to be tough. Like every game in the Premier League, even against Luton when we're going to play next week. It's going to be tough, mate. Yeah, it's a tough game. It's a tough game. Every they game is going to be tough. At, at home to Sheffield United, which was a big surprise, actually. Yeah. Because um, they've been scoring a lot of goals recently as well, Luton. Um, but yeah, tough, tough task that is. Um, they do play very good football at home, especially. Listen, they have had a bit of a rough part during the middle um, part of the season, but you know, with Tony being out for so long, they've had a lot of players go to Afcon as well. Um, obviously, listen, I'm hoping that we go we go and win there, but not many teams do go and win there comfortably. City's played there recently. Obviously, Foden scored a hat-trick, but oh, okay, they went yeah. behind in the game. Neil Morpé. And by the way, I don't want to see Neil Morpé talking. Good. You think he's good? He's a good player, but he's very arrogant as well. Yeah. He's very tough for the defenders. I don't want to see him say anything to, to Virgil and Canate, you know, because they'll, um, yeah, they'll he'll get one of them sent off. <laughs> and that's no good. Um, Rohan says, uh, Mario, did yes? you know you look like Brighton manager Roberto Seriously, oh, Nobody told me that before. I didn't know, mate. I know, I know. Every come day, come on, Rohan, get with the picture, mate. I've been saying that for years. Every day, someone tell me that. Every day, oh, mate, you look like the Zabi, you know. Can you mm. believe that the Zabi comes to Liverpool next season? Gonna make some dole out, you know. <laughs> It'll look alike. Um, David says, Tony is a Liverpool fan. Um, he has spoken about Liverpool in the past, he's spoken about Arsenal. Arsenal I yeah. mean, he definitely wants that move. Would you be interested in him next year? Uh, why not? Why not? Yeah. I'm well, not going to do Yes, I want him, but why not? Where? Where would he play? Uh, he's a versatile striker. He can play left, right, center. Would you start him over Nunez? Jesus, that's heavy. <laughs> Don't answer it. it. How are you thinking about this? Mate, uh, not. Uh, yeah, P. Uh, I like him more. In terms of how he could touch the ball, in terms of player, I like more Tony. I'm talking about. But I love Nunez for his work rate, for his passion. But no, I, I, I would, I, I, I wish to see even Tony with Liverpool, but not on Nunez's place. Mm. You know, it's. I don't think it exists. Then I think he goes to Arsenal. Uh, if you're looking at good two top to him, teams, yeah. I mean, he's not going to go Man City. No. But if you're looking at two top teams who need a striker. It's Arsenal. We've yes. got us. We've spent our big money on our big number nine. And I think that if they were to get rid of Jesus, scary Why do they want to get mate. rid of Jesus? Because he doesn't score enough and he's injured all the time. I like Jesus. Me too. Um, David says, uh, Tony said it in the interview with the bloke off Dragon's Den, but fancies playing for the Gunners because Liverpool is unlikely. I'd, if I was Tony, I think I'd go to Arsenal. We, we knew it now already. Yeah, probably. Um, so let's go for our lineup prediction. Alisson in goal, back again. Uh, Connor Bradley. Connor Bradley. 
Ibu Virgil, left back. Gomez, Simacasso, Robertson. That's heavy. Gomez. Going Gomez? Yes. Don't take off Gomez from the pitch. If he's fit, he deserves to stay. Midfield? Okay. Uh, Maha, Jones, and Endo. The same against Burnley. And in front, you agree with me? Oh. Maka Endo, yeah, I do agree with you. Yeah. Endo, yeah. Maka as a number eight. Even though the first half he was poor, but second half a lot better. And Curtis had a good game as well. Endo had a good game against Bailey. Very good game. But do you good. think Harvey Elliott should start? What okay. does he have to do to start? Okay, sometimes his impact second half is better. Uh, Bo, yes. Okay, yes. Endo, McAllister, Harvey Elliott. Yes, I'm going to leave. I know he's tough. He's doing very well this season. I'm going to leave Katie Jones for the second half if we need him. In front, obviously, Diogo Jota because he's a natural-born gold scorer. What, what's a player, Diogo Jota? Jesus Christ. Uh, Lucito, great game against Bailey. Mm. Most on the bench. And I go with Darwin. Mm. And just in case if he needs goals, Mo, come on, lads, get in. Gakpo so, Mo on the bench. Gakpo Mo on the bench. Curtis yes. Jones, Curtis Jones on the bench. Yes. Yeah, it's a good bench. Yes, good bench. But a proper bench, bro. Proper, proper <laughs> bench. A few bench. quid on that bench for sure. <laughs> um, so Allison, Connor Bradley, yeah. Ibu, Virgil, Gomez, yeah. Maka, Endo, Harvey. Harvey, exactly. Jota, Luis, Nunez. Vamos, chicos. I think that's a very good team. Um, on uh, the new search for the manager, I don't know if you watched Monday Night Football last night, but Jamie Carragher was breaking down the amount of short passes that teams do across the top five leagues in Europe, as in the the pure volume of the short kind of tiki-taka passes. And at, right at the top, it's Man City, but Bayer Leverkusen are there as well. And he said in his analysis of Leverkusen's team and especially their demolition job of Bayern Munich the other night, he said that Xabi Alonso, he expects him now to be the manager. When you see how well it's going for Alonso this season with Leverkusen, top of the league by five points, just beating their biggest rivals who have won the league in the last 10 years. Leverkusen have never won the Bundesliga. I think they finished, never second, won it. Twi- uh, they finished second five times. Wow. Never won it. With Bebot a few times as well, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so do you also expect, because he that's very strong, you know, for someone like Jamie Carragher, who has a lot of knowledge of the inside oh, information at the absolutely. club for him to go out on monday night football and say he now expects chabi alonso to be the next liverpool manager how do you feel about that because it's kind of almost saying well yeah forget everyone else that's who i think they're they're gonna go for 99 of the times when jamie carrigal talks he's always right he says the good things about liverpool he knows about footy he played almost 20 years for us. So, yeah. Mate, Xavi uh, Donsu is doing great. We can't hide that. He's doing absolutely a wonderful job for Leverkusen. Bo, the pressure at Leverkusen is not the same here. The pressure in Liverpool is intense, is massive, is huge. Uh, because everyone expected for you to, to do, and especially now even more, because Jurgen Klopp is leaving and Jurgen Klopp is... We mentioned it already, the most important man in Liverpool history after Bill Shankly, yeah. in my opinion. So that uh, heritage is going to be very, 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 very tough and massive. So 
he's the, the the favorite to get the job made. And I, I I'm honest with you, I watched the highlights against Bayern Munich. Probably the first time Great I watched game. highlights uh, in the in the gym and Bundesliga. Mate, I don't know even one player from Leverkusen. I don't Florian know. Florian Wurz. I don't Jeremy know. Frimpong. I don't know. Frimpong, I remember the, the midfielder from Arsenal, Frimpong, no. long time ago. Grimaldo, the left back. I no. know he he Campier, the, the, the defender. He Campier, the, 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 the mm. Colombian man. Not Colombian, from uh, Caicedo's country. Yeah. I don't remember. Ecuador. Uh, Ecuador, exactly. I don't know. Paul, they're doing an incredible job. So, definitely, Xabi Alonso has the quality. He has that gift to be a Liverpool manager. The question is, is Shabalonso ready to be a Liverpool manager now? Or he needs a couple of more seasons to make some more experience? Because everything, in my opinion, is about experience. Mm. You need experience to come in Anfield. You don't need to be just a good manager with big potential to come in Anfield. He knows about the, the, the mentality of the club. He knows about the heritage of the club. So he's definitely the right man. But I'm not sure if he's ready. The pressure in Leverkusen... It's not on Leverkusen. The pressure in Germany is only about Bayern Munich. They got the full pressure. So Leverkusen, they're playing without any pressure. Can he handle the, the, handle the pressure in Anfield? Yes or not? This is the main question. If he can, mate, come on. Welcome to Anfield then. We love you. What a player. Ah, what, a, what a midfielder. Absolutely yeah. unbelievable. As a manager, everything is different. So, is the, the favourite. Him, the JB, oh, I don't know, mate, but Caragher is right 100%, let's say that. Yeah, he said last night he fully expects him to come in now. Um, let's jump into the chat before we leave it. Um, Glenn says, for me, I hope it's Alonso. Alonso in, please, says Maylie's. Uh, reminder, Alonso was schooled at LFC, says Colin Brooks. Um, uh, in a way, you could say that. He, he went to the University of Anfield maybe as a youngster. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the more I see about Chabby to Liverpool makes me nervous that we don't get him because we don't do what's too obvious in the media sometimes, says Sky. Hmm. Um, well, you look at, you know, Bayern Munich, they might get rid of Tuchel if they don't, well, they definitely will get rid of Tuchel if they don't win the league against, uh, but he was not going to go from Leverkusen straight to Munich. There's no way. Madrid, it's, there's only three options, right? Bayern, Madrid or Liverpool. Madrid. The teams he plays for. Obviously, uh, Ancelotti <laughs> has signed a new one-year deal. So it has to be Liverpool. But, again, he needs to focus on his current job. We need to focus on our job. But every single week, naturally, we are going to be speaking about Alonso being the next manager because we keep seeing Leverkusen win. And at some point, Klopp will have to leave and Alonso comes in. I've got a question for you. Nobody linked this name, Nagelsmann. What do, yeah. you, what do you think about it? Super young manager. He's my age now. He's 1987, two years older than me. Nagelsmann. He, he did a great job, but I think he's a bit like arrogant. I don't know. I'm just looking. I've got the blinkers on now. I'm just looking at Alonso and only Alonso. Okay, you don't care about the rest. That's who I'm looking at now. Fair enough. Um, Rohan says, hello, AGT. If Leverkusen don't win the league from this position, would you still want Xabi Alonso as the Liverpool manager next season? It's a good question. Eh, I don't think something's going to change. I think they're favourites to win. It would be silly to say that they're not favourites now. They are the favourites, the clear favourites to win the Bundesliga, I would say. But five points are nothing in Germany. I know, I know. But still, Two games, you are a little bit like that. They've lost the game, bro. I know. And that is the only team in the top five leagues in Europe to not lose a game so far in the league. Your mates from Arsenal, they're going to be happy for Harry Kane. 
Harry they, Kane, they do it. his luck is so bad, right, <laughs> that in five years he'll probably move to Celtic and Hibs will win the league that year. St. Patrick Thistle, what is it? Caledonian <laughs> <laughs> Thistle. Mad. But um, that's a good question. Um, probably still, yes. Yes, if, same if, for me. If it was the last day of the season and, and buy a nicket or something like that, like they did last year, I'd still give it to Alonso. The way Alonso called the whole coaching staff up is the sign of a true leader. Did you see that? No. They went over to celebrate with their fans. Oh, and yeah. got all of the staff yeah. to come. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. That was a bit of me, that. Yeah. Alonso is the prince of Anfield. Uh, hey. The Brighton coach. Hmm. Nope, says Colin. Me. Um, Chubby is the natural uh, Klopp successor. Trent with Alonso will be a serious Ballon d'Or candidate, says Alessandro D'Argenio. What he say? Sorry, the Ballon d'Or? Chabi is a natural Klopp successor. Okay. Trent with Alonso will be a serious Ballon d'Or candidate. Oh, that's a good I mean, shout. Trent with Klopp has been a serious Ballon d'Or candidate as well. Exactly. Kane must feel cursed. Uh, I think Munich won about 10 titles in a row, says Glenn. Yeah, maybe not this year. Very interesting, you know, that league, isn't it? Yeah. Why you don't watch the Bundesliga? <laughs> Well, I did watch that game, though. No, that game, yes. Did, like, I watched the full game. All over Bundesliga. I was, I was switching over between that and the uh, Forest game. Uh, Riku says, are you guys going Brentford away? Yes, I am, my friend. Are you? Let me know. Um, I'm sure we'll see a few <laughs> of the old regular spaces down there, faces down there as well. But there you go. Carragher expecting Chabi Alonso to be the next Liverpool manager. Sven Gurren gets his wish to manage... Liverpool at Anfield. We love that. Well done by the club for that. Amazing. And a big injury update list there for you as well. Plus a look ahead to the Brentford game on Saturday, the early kickoff, as we know, um, at the GTEC Community Stadium. And I will be there. Rico, Riku says he's there as well. So I will see you there, my friend. Um, but listen, Mario, much love once again. Episode 101 yes, in my the bag. Amount. Put it Great. in your pocket. Just on the way out, make sure you absolutely smash that like button. Comment with your thoughts on all the hot topics that we've spoken about and then subscribe to the Cop TV. Let's get to 40,000. What are we on now? Oh, we are very right, close, honestly, mate. We're so close that very I, can, close. I can taste it. If I just... Ah, oh. 40,000. Taste man. that 40,000. Currently right now, 39,216. So come on. Let's go up. We need Let's to update that. that lads, you know, we need to update it. So. Yeah, that was when we got 25K a couple years back. Um, but listen, man, not a couple of years back, but um, <laughs> make sure you absolutely smash that subscribe button and turn the notification bell on as well. Thursday, we've got a match preview in depth coming out for the Brentford game. Friday, we've got the press conference reaction video. Saturday, I'm going to be at the game, so you'll get some videos out of me then. And then back here on Tuesday next week. And then, of course... Uh, Luton next Wednesday and then the final and then the final Sunday oh. got some massive couple of weeks here on the Cop TV so please do us a favour smash that subscribe button and we will see you next week for episode 102 I hope you like the new outro press play Jack make or stream lads hey guys thanks for watching this video if you've enjoyed this make sure you check out the rest of the channel too there's other stuff you'll enjoy for sure don't forget to like comment and subscribe to the Cop TV the voice, the voice of, of football's, football's most, most famous dad. Come on. Sports Social Podcast Network.